0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clock hour. Welcome back to
1: the WIP Morning Show, everybody. On this Friday morning, the 30th of December, the final WIP Morning Show of the calendar year, John Johnson and Barrett Brooks with you and joining us on the line does a brilliant job covering the Philadelphia Eagles, has been for almost a dozen years now for Sports Illustrated, the one and only Ed Kratz. Good morning there, Ed. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year, Ed. So, uh, Ed, uh, of course, as we are uh, a mere, what, two days away from Eagles Saints and the ability to wrap up the number one seed with a win, the big question is going to be the status of Jalen Hurts. You were at the link yesterday, practice moved from the Care Complex to the link We saw that he was a limited participant. Uh, Was there anything you you could get a sense of just watching him and that uh, limited availability that you could see?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, I think it's a good sign that he was able to throw the ball and you know he was going through the footwork drills and then kind of you know zipping a throw across to one of the coaches. So I think that's encouraging because even if he doesn't play Sunday. And I'm still not convinced that he will. Even uh, you know that even though he returned to practice, I, I just think that that's a good sign going forward. In that he can kind of still work on timing because he's able to throw the ball. I don't know how long or how you know for how long he's able to do that before pain sets in or whatever he needs to do before he has to shut it down. But it's still a good sign that he can work on timing with the receivers. Uh, you know his footwork uh, as he gets ready to play probably in the opening round of the playoffs I would guess I'd be surprised if they throw him out there Sunday but yeah I think I thought it was encouraging and it was certainly surprising when you know he came down that ramp into the link Uh, onto the stadium floor and there he was with the rest of the quarterbacks and everybody's like whoa wow that's kind of surprising nobody expected it
1: well I mean it sounds like in your opinion Ed and maybe Nick Sirianni will give us something official later today maybe they'll wait till Sunday make it a game time decision it sounds like you would prefer he not play in this game is that correct
2: well, I, you know, I don't really prefer if he does or doesn't, to be honest. I just don't think that it would be wise if that injury is, like they say it, is a sprained AC joint and you need to rest it. You know, I was told initially 10 days to 14 days. Now I believe it, you know, since the injury actually happened, it's been two weeks, right? It'll be two weeks on Sunday. So that kind of puts you in that uh, window of, of return. But whether or not the Eagles do it, I'm not so sure. Um, it, it is kind of an important game, obviously, you know, Dallas won last night. Um, so they're still nipping at the Eagles heels for that division title. And the more important thing, the number one seed in the buy, but you still have that game against the giants. If you weren't to be able to beat the saints. Now that would really make for a lot of, you know, <laughs> tense moments Oof, here in the new yeah. year for, for fans. But, uh, I think you still have that, that, that cushion, so to speak to, uh, get it done against the Giants if you have to. So, uh, you know, I, I think the smarter play is to just let him, you know, kind of sit out and get even stronger in that shoulder. And I think we will know today, John, I, you know, the Eagles uh, are supposed to make one of the quarterbacks available to the media this afternoon when the locker room opens. So okay. I think we'll know by then okay. uh, whoever it is that speaks to us. Okay. I mean, We'll get
1: back to Hertz in just a moment, cause, but there's something that, you know, I have to ask first. And let's say – Uh, That it isn't Jalen Hurts on Sunday, that it's Gardner Minshew that'll give Hurts the extra rest. Um, Not having Lane Johnson, who will attempt to return the playoffs with that abductor tear. um, Is it already assumed, or do we know with is it put in concrete that it will be um, uh, who
2: will be playing right tackle? Well, that's another thing that we're not so sure of. I mean, we could speculate that it's going to be Jack Driscoll because he's kind of their swing reserve tackle. He stepped in for Jordan Mulata at left tackle when Milata missed some games earlier. Um, but, you know, that's something that Sirianni wants to play close to his vest, the old competitive advantage situation. He doesn't want the Saints to know who the right tackle is going to be. I mean, it kind of seems a little ridiculous, but, you know, that's the way they like <laughs> to do these things. Well, uh, but, yeah.
1: No, I was going to say, do you think um, – assuming it's Driscoll or – I mean, I'm assuming it's Driscoll. Will that have yeah. a
2: significant impact – in the passing game? Well, I, I think it could. I mean, you know, let's face it, this team is so much better with Johnson in there, right? The record without him indicates that it's a losing record when he doesn't play. Uh, they were 1-2 and two last year when, when Lane stepped away from the team to you know to deal with his anxiety uh, issues. So uh, he's an important piece on that line. He hasn't given up a sack in, what, two years? So, uh, yeah, I think it will have an impact on the offense and how it's able to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, that's not, and that's no slight on Jack Driscoll, but it's just how, you know, how talented Johnson is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, listen, I, I talked to Andre Dillard yesterday in the locker room and I asked him, you know, we saw Andre Dillard get thrown out at right tackle as a rookie and it was a disaster. He got benched at halftime in a game against the Seahawks. Now he said he's been working some at right tackle. So he feels more comfortable being over there. And uh, if, that situation were to arise so I think it will be Driscoll but it would certainly be a big upset if it's Andre Dillard that they put out there at right tackle so we'll see and maybe again maybe today we will learn more uh, about who it will be, but they don't want us reporting on the right tackle spot at <laughs> practice as to who we see and this and that. So, right, um, they're really they're <laughs> playing this one real
3: close to the vest,
1: right? And as it relates to the quarterback, and this is, I mean, I, I, listen, the Eagles are a far more talented team than the Saints, but the Saints have everything to play for. They're still in a playoff race yeah. somehow, some way. They have a much better defense than the Cowboys. And if it is Gardner Minshew and you're minus your right tackle which means there's a good chance Dallas Goddard's doing far more blocking than he is playing the position of tight end. Um, I, I, I do have a concern that it would be much closer than many are expecting.
2: I agree. I mean, this is a good defense. I mean, I know the Saints only have six wins, but they, they've got some good personnel on that team, and especially on defense. They have, you know, uh, the Honey Badger at safety, Tyran Mathieu, and they have uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, Davis is a good linebacker. Cam Jordan's a good, you know, pass rusher. So you know, this is a good defense, and you know, I think it's in the top ten in the league. I don't believe they've given up more than twenty points in their last three or four games. So it's a challenge, you know, especially if you have a backup right tackle and a backup quarterback uh, going against it. So uh, you know, everybody thinks it's going to be you know an easy win, but you know, I say not so fast. I say the Saints can can come in here. They, like you said, they are motivated. They're still playing to get into it's a long shot, but they're still playing to get into the playoffs if they win that crummy AFC South <laughs> that they're in. So uh yeah, those are some factors. Those are some things to be concerned about for sure.
4: Ed, you know, this this flip to the defensive side of the ball. Um do we have a fix at the slot, you know, um, the slot cornerback? I mean, is there any way we can play around it, you know, Josiah Scott or, you know, do you have confidence in him going into this week?
2: Yeah, well, it was. Uh, I thought Chauncey Gardner Johnson would be, uh, you know, activated into that 21 day practice window to return from IR off of his last serrated kidney. But, you know, that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, so I'm surprised at that. I thought he had a chance to return against his former team, which really would have helped because, you know, that Maddox injury, that, that's a big one, too. I mean, I know he's been hurt most of the year, Maddox. He hasn't been able to really. Uh, stay healthy and gain any momentum and consistency. But I think Brandon, the fix I think is is uh Josiah Scott. I mean, like it or not, I, I know he struggled against the Cowboys, but you're not gonna play C. D Lamb every single week.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, he, he did okay filling in for Maddox prior to the Dallas game. So, you know, I think that's your answer. I think they're gonna put Josiah Scott in the slot and, you know, Reed Blankenship will be back there again at safety. You know, maybe Kayvon Wallace can come in and you know, play down in the box on for some snaps, but I think it's going to be Scott. The uh, I can look at the
1: uh, stats of this Eagles' defense and be blown away with some of the records there that they are likely to set this season. But it, looking, you know, in the rearview mirror, going back to Christmas Eve, it's very difficult to not look to look past twenty-four for twenty-four for Dak Prescott against that zone, different variations of the zone. Um, Ed, in your opinion, is that you know just a tough game or
2: a bit of a cause for concern? Yeah, I, yeah, that, that's a good question. I, I, It's one game to me, okay? Yeah, it wasn't a good game. And, and I'm willing at this point to write it off to that because, you know, they have done a good job against some quarterbacks that they've played this year. And I know Dak was probably the best one. But they did a good job against Aaron Rodgers when Green Bay came through here. Um, so I, I'm willing to just say, you know, hey, one bad game. It uh, wasn't a good game plan, and now let's rebound and not let, you know, Andy Dalton do the same thing. If Andy Dalton does that, then, you know, sound the alarms. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm willing to just say, hey, one game, bad game, uh, you know, let's write it off and let's move on.
1: Final question I have for you, Ed. Uh, when you look around the NFC, when the playoffs begin, whether they are the number one seed or somehow collapse and end up as a wild card team, is there – Uh, is there one potential matchup that would present the biggest challenge for them?
2: Uh, Well, the Cowboys, I would say Mm -hmm. at this point, um, you know, right behind them, probably the 49ers, Uh, you know, the 49ers travel. Well, they went to green Bay last year, right. And beat the number one seed in the Packers, 13 to 10, did it with special teams. The uh, the 49ers are pretty well-rounded group. I mean, I, you know, for all the grief that the Eagles get for not playing anybody, the 49ers' schedule was ranked 31st toughest out of the 32 teams, so they haven't played anybody either, uh, but they're still very good. Yeah. Um, so I would say the 49ers. But the Cowboys, look, they already they already beat the Eagles uh, in, in a shootout. Zach plays well against the Eagles, uh, and, and they do some things that, that, that affect the Eagles. So uh, I would say the Cowboys, you hmm. don't want to – don't want to play. And I know if they blow it and they end up as the fifth seed, they don't get that home field. Then they probably are going to go to Tampa. If Tampa wins the South could be Carolina, but you know, Hey, the Eagles went to Tampa last year and couldn't get it done. So, Maybe you could save the, the Bucks if they blow it. You don't want to go back down there and have to play Tom Brady and that that, that team again.
1: Yeah, I mean, but again, if it gets to that point, the sky has been falling for multiple yeah, weeks. So absolutely. Uh, Ed Kratz does a great job covering the Philadelphia Eagles for Sports Illustrated. For links to all his stories, latest Eagles news, follow him on Twitter if you don't already. It's at Kratz, K-R-A-C-Z-E. Ed, thanks, man. Happy New Year.
2: Hi, hey, thanks, I Appreciate it. Happy New Year to both of you guys. Right.
1: Ed Kratz, nice enough to join us. Now, you know, Barrett, there is a uh, there is a scenario where the Eagles could face every team, well, two of the teams in the division in the playoffs. Right. Which would be <laughs> just the most delightful thing. And then maybe top it all off you know, if it's in the Super Bowl against a, a, a former uh, head coach. Right. I, You know what? I'm going to say that. I'm, I'm going to get into that. Because I need to talk about what's going on in, in D.C. with you and just get your opinion on Who they're turning to in a winner take and the most important game of the season for them. Charlie in Jersey's on WIP. Hey, Charlie.
6: Hey, John and Barrett, good morning and happy new year to both of you. Thank you. You too. Um, Hey, John, I just wanted to give a call. I know you guys struck a nerve with me while I was driving, talking about Eagles and disrespect by the league. Yeah. You know, it starts out with, uh, you know, you have Michael Parsons, you have uh, Chris Sims, you've got ESPN, and you brought up Ryan Leaf. The other thing that, that struck me kind of odd was the Pro Bowl selections. Now, I know that Josh Sweat got named as an alternate, but yeah. how is he not a starter with 11 sacks? It just it, it doesn't make sense to me at all.
1: Well, I, I don't have the list in front of me, but they did get eight Pro Bowl selections, which was more than any other team, and then, what was it, nine <laughs> reserves. So a total of 17, which is just unprecedented. Um, I, Barrett, the... To be selected to a Pro Bowl, um, when you were, does it have the meaning to said player? Is it? I mean, is it an incredible honor? Does it have the same meaning that it once did? It it, it does have the same meaning to the players themselves. You know, um, it's more of a
4: popularity contest, but there are incentives that are written into players' contracts. That some guys get, you know, bonuses for making it to the Pro Bowl, bonuses for making it All Pro. So, you know, it, it still has a lot of meaning to guys in the league, but. I mean, you know, look at what's going on now. There are guys that should not be in a Pro Bowl. They get voted in the Pro Bowl just because of what they did in former years, you know. Yeah. Um, Aaron Donald had, you know, he's still one of the best defensive players in the league, but he did not play at a Pro Bowl level this year. And yet he still got invited to, um, he got, you know, elected to the Pro Bowl. I thought Javon Hargrave had a phenomenal year.
1: He's in, is he an alternate?
4: He's an alternate, yes, yeah. instead of being a starter. Um, you know, So I, I, it's, you know, it, if you're popular, if you know you're gonna get that bid, but it just goes to show that the amount of disrespect that comes with people in Philadelphia. You know, outside of our fishbowl, people just don't like to talk about us.
6: Yeah, and, and most likely we're gonna have four defensive linemen with double-digit sacks. I mean, nobody has ever had that.
1: Ever. This would be an NFL yeah. record. Nobody's ever done that. I currently have three. Charlie,
6: do you have a winner of the year or weasel of the year? I actually had two winners, but they were both named, so I'm going to go weasel right now. All right. All right. My weasel of the year is Doc Rivers. (gasps) Even even though the team is seven games currently over 500, (laughs) I believe he holds them back. And his press conference a couple of weeks back, when he actually sat out there, spoke to the media, and said, well, this was a scheduled loss, and then spoke to the team and told the team, that we may lose this game because the opponent is coming in fresh and we were playing back-to-back games. I think he holds this team back, John, and I think he's the weasel of the year.
1: No, I'd say I I love that suggestion, Charlie. I do not like Doc Rivers either. Here's the thing, though. This is what's wild, though, Barrett. The players, although at a certain point, you you hit a breaking point uh, with any head coach. Any head coach has a shelf life. But – at times, through stretches of a season, he likes to utilize the media hates us, the fan, our own fan base hates us, and he gets them to play for one another. But it's under those impressions, which are just the absolute worst. Only in Philadelphia. <laughs> and then he'll use it against you know when you ask him questions post game. You know how why how dare you ask me these questions? Why would you ask me about this that and the other when we've won would a couple games? do you ask that question? I just I, you like Doc Rivers?
4: No, I'm not a fan. Um, I'm not a fan. I, I, I don't know what type of brand of basketball he wants to play. I don't know what he, he It's get me as many yeah. stars
1: as possible to mask my inefficiencies.
4: Well, I mean, yeah, well that doesn't work these days. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the game is the game is different now, you know, the, you know the players are different now. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm still trying to see what the heck is he going to do when Tyrese gets back?
1: Yeah? You're right, is he, I mean, you're right. This, this, is,
4: this is, you know, and I'm, I'm, this will be much Watch TV, not because I want to see Maxie go out there and just ball because we know he is, but how is he going to fit in with a ball-dominant point guard and he's a point guard? I mean,
1: let, me, let me ask you this, Barrett. I, I covered the Sixers for a decade. I love the sport of basketball. Right. I find this team, aside from Maxie, so freaking unlikable. And I'm trying to figure out why exactly that is. Like they're so unlikable.
4: Oh my goodness! You know, it, does that
1: sound right? It's. It, Am I wrong?
4: It's Am a I just-
7: question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Things like that.
4: No, I mean, how, how do you how do you how do you look at a team that's almost playing? Uh, I wouldn't say it's dinosaur basketball, but it's not trending on the way. You know. Basketball is being played these days.
1: I, don't, I mean, but I don't know if it's style or just—I I don't want—I don't hate Joel Embiid, but I get—I get tired of the moping. I, you know, you hit a certain point, like, dude, you've been in the league like eight years now. I don't want right, to hear right, "woe right, is right, me" right, anymore. Right, it's like right. it—it's—it's it's time to win. You're—you're you're making a super contract. I don't excuses mean nothing to me anymore. Well, when, 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 and you when, have James Harden on Christmas. Oh, James Harden may not want to be here next year. What the hell is that?
4: Yeah, that's—that's that's, that to me that's. That's kind of crazy, and when I when I look at it, I, I see a team that has stars on it, but don't act like stars. Mm. And that's that's to me, a star's gonna come in day in day out and 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 just do their work, you know. And Embiid does that, but stars become stars by stepping up in star moments. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and. If they're not blowing the team out, I don't know if we have a closer.
1: You're right. The, the uh, possession for possession final moments of a close game Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Uh, who do you go to? They're, they're not even a coin flip. You're almost expecting them to blow it.
4: Right. So so who do you go to? Do you go to Embiid? If you don't give it to him down in the box and all he has to do is turn around and, and shoot it, I was taught as a big, you know, I played a big, you know, when I was, I even played at Kansas state for a year. Did you really? Yeah. Well, a couple of months until I lost too much weight and they made me quit. But you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I played basketball and I was always taught, you know, get the ball down there. Don't put it on the ground, turn around and shoot it. And he can dominate people by doing that. And every time he tries to bring the ball down, that's what you want. And it's become a theme now that, they know he's gonna put the ball down. That's why you see so many guards down there, not yeah. really bigs. There's guards down there slapping at the ball, and they're gonna do that every single time because they know Embiid's game
1: now. It's such a wild conversation to have because he's having an amazing month of basketball. Yes, he is. But the price is he doesn't even bother to rebound anymore because he doesn't he doesn't want to get down low. So it's it's just wild. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I got Jason and Dominic and Jerry and Matt and Steve and Kenny. Oh, Ken. All, <laughs> gentlemen, hang tight. I promise, I'm gonna get to everybody <laughs> on the other side. Update on our Twitter poll question: Winner of the year, Weasel. Eight twenty-three. Good morning, everybody. WIP Morning Show, John Johnson, Barrett Brooks. Thanks to Ed Kratz for joining us. Follow Ed for the latest Eagles news, and we'll find out soon enough if Nick Sirianni makes a decision, which Ed thinks he might, uh, as to who will be the starting quarterback come Sunday against the Saints. Before we return to your calls, I do have a very interesting second Twitter poll question of the day. Uh, but, Nick, let's wrap up our first question first. What do we got as final read on our first Twitter poll? All right. The Twitter poll question of the day is brought to you by Armand Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet wishes all a happy and healthy New Year. Thank you to the Delaware Valley for over 22 years of support. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet. So the Twitter poll question of the day, the first one was, who should have final say if Jalen Hurts can play on Sunday? All right. So what was the final? Who, what won that poll? Team Doctors with 58%. 58% Team Doctors. Okay. Well, out of curiosity, what was second? Hurts uh, with 28% and Sirianni okay. with 14 Okay. All right. And So uh, we wrap up our first Twitter poll question. What is our second Twitter poll question? Uh, the second Twitter poll question of the day is, which is more important, the Eagles lock up the number one seed or playing it safe with Jalen Hurts? Barrett? I go to you and I bring this up. I know it's kind of a vague question, but I do it for a reason. Because uh, if I want to know for certain, if Jalen Hurts was a limited participant yesterday, and let's say he's another limited participant today, I want that man in that game. If they are way ahead of the Saints, no problem. Take him out, put Minshew in, wrapped up that number one seed. I don't want to chance it. I don't want to have to come down to the Giants in a Week 18 matchup. I want to wrap this bad boy up now. John, because you don't know what you don't know.
7: You know what I'm saying? You don't know what
4: you don't know until you know. You're gonna be that number one seed. You get that buy. You just don't know. So you gotta go with something that's that you know is more concrete. And playing mm. with Jalen Hurts is concrete. Playing with Jalen Hurts gives you more of what you need to 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 beat this team. He has been a Saints killer. The last two times he's played, since he's crushed them. Yeah, he's ran all over them. Yeah, and it's it's, it's not that that. Garner Minshew is not a threat. He's not good. But when you have Jalen Hurts in there playing, what it does, it makes the players around him better. Yeah, he's I mean he's his presence there MVP makes that candidate. Is, right. Exactly. So even with Miles Sanders, he didn't run the ball as effective. He still ran He had twenty one carries. Yeah. But he didn't run I mean, as effective because the Hurts – the Hurts syndrome
1: wasn't there. Yeah, the offense is more predictable exactly. with your backup. Sure. So
4: when you when you have Hurts there and he's out on the field, it makes that defense freeze for just a mm-hmm. second, and that's just what you need from uh, from Miles Sanders' Sanders' standpoint. Yeah. That you know it gives you time to set up your block or get to the hole just a little bit faster, knowing that the defense may or may not know if you have the ball or not.
1: All right, you heard that Sirianni. Jalen Hurts is going to be your starter on Sunday. <laughs> I yeah. wish it was that easy. Now you got to announce it. Right. <laughs> Jason from the Dirty 30s on WIP. How you doing, Jason?
8: Hey, what do you say, Johnny and Barrett? Good morning. Happy I new want year. to wish you all a happy new year. Hope everything's well 2023.
1: Uh, same to you, Jason. You've had one heck of a year.
8: Yes, I have. And uh, may this year bring... Been- super maybe be super Bowl champions this year
1: oh boy that would be nice wouldn't
8: it Yes, absolutely now um I I gotta start I gotta start jalen if he's healthy
1: okay
8: I gotta start jalen you know we need we need to beat New Orleans in order to clinch all right. mm-hmm. I don't want it to come down to the Giants game.
1: Uh, me either. I, w- I want that game to mean absolutely nothing. I want this team to have as much rest as they need because they played so many games, and then uh, when they find out who their divisional opponent is, then they get back to work.
8: Absolutely. And I have a, uh, I have a winner for the year.
1: Okay. Who is your winner of the year, Jason?
8: The Phillies fans for... Being the diehard fans that they were during the World Series and playoff run, yeah. they were absolutely they, fantastic. You know, I mean,
1: they were great. Jason, you're right. I
8: wasn't able to go to the game, but I yeah. I heard them and I felt the emotions through the TV and everything.
1: Agreed, Jason. Hang in there. The Phillies fans during the postseason is an excellent suggestion for winner of the year. Uh, when Trey Turner was introduced, uh, he mentioned, unprompted, I counted five times in his introductory press conference, how watching Citizens Bank Park at home on the television was one of the driving forces to want to play here, how um, over-the-top Phillies fans were. It was awesome. No question. It, and it brings – it's a decided advantage. You know, I can
4: remember the advantage that we had with the vet. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. The vet was – it, it was just a, a – a bad place to play for the, you know, for the beginning of my career. I mean, I've seen so many guys turn around and, and, and get hurt on that field, but nobody wanted to play, not just because of the turf, but more so because of our fans and how our fans mm-hmm. dictated tempo, not just, not just, you know, on the field, you know, just coming in the, you know, the whole uh, effect of coming and playing in Philly, that's a decided advantage that, you know, we have and, 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 you know, players wanna be a part of that instead of being against that. Right. You know, it, it's it's great to go out there, have your fan base screaming and yelling and hollering. I mean that's 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 something, you know, you can't just you can't just go to a place like you go to Jacksonville, you're not gonna get that. You know, you're not just not gonna get that. You know, you go to Denver, you're not gonna get that. You get that home field advantage here in Philadelphia knowing that you're coming into the jungle. You're coming into a place, you know, you may not make it out. And there's a sense that you know, as a fan, you come in, you may not make it out of our stadium. So that that's an effect <laughs> that Philly fans have on the rest. And when and other players see that, they they want a sure. piece of that. They yeah. Want a part
1: of that. So um, something that Jason brought up about, you know, he wants Jalen Hurts to play on Sunday to wrap it up. I, I'm like, I don't know how this works with NFL teams. So they diagnose him with an AC sprain uh, after the Bears game. Yep. When the team doctors do this. Does it do they automatically look at you know the standard timetable for the recovery of an AC sprain and you know base it on that? Like how how do you determine whether he plays or doesn't? I guess is what I'm getting down to.
4: It's a, more of an individual. Um, it's on an individual basis. Some guys uh, are more apt to, to, to be back sooner. You know, some guys is not as bad a strain as we thought. I mean, he finished the game and was throwing darts. He was pinpoint passes. I think it was. To me, and just for the people I've talked to, um, if he had to play, he could have played. Mm -hmm. They just wanted the healthiest version of Jalen Hurst they can have going into the playoffs.
1: I mean, like for this now, because it's been two weeks, uh, coming up on two weeks, I'm sure they have like a range of motion test and an arm strength test. But doesn't so much of it come down to, hey, how do you feel? Well, that's exactly what it is. You know, I mean,
4: it's going to be a lot today. How how did he wake up this morning? You know, he was probably there front and center, 6 in the morning, probably earlier than that, uh, starting treatment, watching film, getting ready to play. Because yeah. he's going to approach this as like he's going to play. But they want to know how are you feeling after just, you know, hosing the ball around a little bit, throwing the ball around. I mean, well, how does your shoulder feel? Do you feel in any way hindered? You know, that's, that's, um, so, that's so what this, you're asking. Him. So when
1: he shows up there, which he's probably there now, today's the the big issue. We mean probably. Day? He's been there. I mean,
4: he's been there for about two <laughs> or three hours now. You know, they say Jalen Hurst lives there. Of course he's there right now, and they're, they're okay. trying to figure out. All right, how are we going to approach this? How are you feeling? Give me your assessment on how you're feeling right now after practicing yesterday. Right. And okay. if he's feeling fine, he's feeling ready to go. He'll practice today, the and uh, they'll make their decision then on whether you know we play our fearless leader or not. I, I, I I'm, I. Hmm? More and more, I think about it.
1: He should play, right?
4: I, I he's think play. he should play.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Kenny from the Dirty 30s on WIP. What's up there, Kenny?
5: Gentlemen, happy new year. Same to you, Kenny. Pleasure of talking to you. John Johnson, I've had the pleasure of talking to you. Um, Listen, before I get to my winner of the year, I just want to talk about this Eagles thing. I've been furious since last week, and I'm furious this week. What's that? that? Well, people keep acting like we've won something this year. We haven't secured the number one spot yet. Mm. We keep taking games for granted. We should have kicked Dallas's ass last week and played everybody, so then they would have had a month off to rest. Now we have to kick, every, we kick the Saints' ass, so we have three weeks off to rest. If we keep sitting players down to make sure they're healthy for the playoffs, we're not going to have anybody rested for the playoffs. Mm. We got to get this over with. Then we get three weeks off.
1: You know, you, I, Kenny, it bugs the hell out of me too. There's this sense of entitlement by some fans that ah, we got it. We stop it already. We're the best team, hands down. Barrett, does that resonate at all in a locker room at times when you're just you're so head and shoulders above everybody else that you almost take games off, thinking you'll find a way to win when it matters?
4: Not, not this team. Not, not with the leadership they have. You know, they have guys in place. You know, from player standpoint to coaches, to the front office that understand you got a small amount of time to maximize your potential as a team, and that's exactly why Howard Rosen brought in the players he brought in this year, knowing that they have a small window in which they can have open to win a Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl quality winning team. You rarely get this type of mixture Mm -hmm. of top tier athletes on one squad at one time. We have everything from run stoppers. They brought in Ndamukongsu, Linville Joseph, to win a championship. Once A.J. Brown stepped into that locker room it set things in motion of this team knowing that they can take it to the next level yeah. as far as being a championship-caliber team. So they're gonna do whatever it takes. So yes, they're not gonna spare anything in winning it. You know that takes Jalen playing this week. I think they'll do it,
1: and Kenny. It sounds like you, no doubt, want Hurts to play. Then
5: I want him to play last week.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I just I I know everybody's like, oh, we gotta protect health and stop being a coward. This is football. You know what you're getting yourself into. This isn't flag football.
3: <laughs> Not this enough. isn't
5: baseball. That's no, right. you you go out there. I mean, I, I don't know, Barbara. I remember a Super Bowl in 1979, the Rams, that uh, young Youngblood played with a broken leg. And they asked him after the game how it felt. He goes, it felt like a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I that's the way. I, I know I'm old school. I'm 57 years old. But, you know, th- every sport I played, they had to drag me off that field. Yeah. And I don't know why in today's, People and athletes are like, "Oh, we got to save ourselves for the future." Screw that, win
4: now. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. And for Rocky, exactly. no, there is no tomorrow.
5: Exactly, <laughs> there I is know. no tomorrow. Now, for my for my winner of the year, um, I everybody knows my agenda with Bill Noah, but I think Jay Wright, um, oh. needs. I mean, this guy, the the pride he brought to this region. I know there's a lot of people who went to Temple and St. Joe's that will argue it because they're rivals, but. Think back, this guy was nothing but class. He was the nicest guy you ever meet, the nicest smelling man you'll ever meet. But the, the glory he brought to our region, I all smoke, of basketball coach, and he retired on top.
1: He, I'm sorry, Barrett it, fell out of his chair when you said he was the nicest smelling man you've
5: ever, you could ever meet. I, it, nah, I've, I've been, been around I'm not smelling, but
4: I, I know you nice <laughs> dressing dude. But
5: yeah, I, nice I, dressing, I always, always had cologne on. I, I, I once ran into him, um, in the clubhouse at Overbrook Country Club after a round of golf and everybody's all hot and sweaty and this guy walks in like he you know, with, with crystal dripping off him. I mean mm-hmm. the guy just <laughs> he's, he's line. It was just he, Jay Wright is just you know, being a villain overgrad, what he did for our, our, our school, what he did for our region, what he did for college basketball as a whole. Um, I want to commend you and whether or not I win this contest doesn't matter. I think he's still my winner of the year.
1: Okay. Uh, Kenny, I got an interesting question for you though. You got new year's Eve tomorrow night. Will you pay a visit to the Cataldi household?
5: (laughs) No, you know what? I won't. I, I, my wife and I've had this tradition for 10 years now on new year's Eve. We don't go out. I go out and buy a ton of lobsters and crab legs (gasps) and clams. We have our own private seafood feast. Oh, that's awesome. And, and then we watched Dick Clark, which is getting—I don't know any musical acts anymore. So we laugh. We have to have a contest to see who's gonna who's gonna know the first musical act, and and we end up never winning because we have never heard of anybody. But you know, again, that's no—I a I, fun little tradition.
1: It's it. I can relate, Kenny. I saw the the musical playlist for uh, Saturday Night Show, and I think I recognized one name. The rest I had no idea. But uh, Kenny, hypothetically, let's say you're like you know what. I, Stop by the Katsawny household. Just wish him a happy new year. Would the lights still be on after ten?
5: The lights won't be on after six. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Gail won't be there, by the way. She probably went out to see some other friends. Leave him alone. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He'll Kenny, there on his own. Huh? Kenny, yeah.
1: I got you. Uh, Have a happy new year, Kenny. You got Jay Wright as your uh, winner of the year. Two one five five nine two. 9494 nine, everybody on hold hang tight i promise we're going to get your calls winner of the year and weasel of the year i'll give you a rundown on the other side what has been suggested also we are down to our top 3 joe conklin of 2022 what will be number 3 on the list we'll find out from Kyle Quinn on the other side as well it's 837 8.42. Welcome back, everybody, to the WIP Morning Show on this beautiful Friday morning. It's going to be 58 degrees today. How about that for December the 30th? Final show uh, for us here at the Morning Show of the County, your John Johnson along with Barrett Brooks. Now, Barrett, there is a scenario that I think may turn out to be every Eagles uh, fan's dream, but it re- will require drinking some bleach to make it happen. Ooh. So, so hold on. So it is possible, it is entirely possible, that the Eagles clinch the number one seed. And when they get to the divisional round, they could face the Washington Commanders. If they beat the Commanders, they could then face the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. And if all goes well in the Super Bowl, possibly face Andy Reid. Now that, my goodness, a trifecta. That would be the end all, be all of Super Bowl wins, but in order to do that, Barrett, you now have to root for the Washington Commanders the final two games of the regular season. But even more specific, you got to root for Carson Wentz.
4: Now you had me at all right. I could have went through with the you know, Wa- you know Washington Commanders. You got to root for Wentz. But for Wentz,
1: <laughs> they see they, they what the, what the hell is going on there? By the way, uh, for first of all, what are they doing? You bench him.
4: A guy, you know, you win three games with the guy, you lose two. You win three games with the guy, then you're going to bench him, bring back Carson. I, I, I don't know. Bro, that's one of the most mixed up organizations I've ever seen in my life. You know, the owner needs to be. I don't know. You, you can't fire the owner. I don't you know, know how. I the think they, they
1: have to oust him. All right, but, right, know, right.
4: So, I mean, I don't, until I don't know. Until that what's day going comes,
1: yeah. But but in order to, I mean, if you want to face... Oh, they, you, you're propping up Wentz only to smash his dreams all over right. again. But in order to do that, you have to root for Wentz the next two games. And the the Commanders take on the Browns this Sunday, and then they wrap it up with the Cowboys, who may have nothing to play for.
4: Well, we could pro- that would be the best scenario ever. That'd be the easiest road to oh the Super God. Bowl ever.
1: But then, it, but I, I forgot to add as well. You would also have to root for Washington to win in the wild card round against Udo. I'd have to look at it. But either way, you'd have to root for him.
4: I, I would root for that because yeah. that's, that's almost guaranteeing you have nine sacks. <laughs> you know, that's guaranteeing right. nine sacks. You're, you're right. I mean, they, 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 you
1: know, Carson Wentz is like a cat. He's getting nine lives out of all of this. <laughs> right, right, right. But, I, you know, I – do I'm you just... think he'll be next year? Oh, I think if he falls on his face uh, in these final two games – he will be unemployed next year. There's, Raiders,
4: there's no way. The Raiders will be, with, will be, <laughs> be in
1: Vegas. I wouldn't worse that on my
4: worst enemy. Let's sit, let's sit you think up. a team
1: will still take a chance on him? I mean, he, the kid
4: is talented. Charson Wentz is a talented athlete,
1: but he's, he's stubborn as hell. That's his. That's his downfall. Their
4: right? problem. You know, you, you you can't you can't get better when your box is already filled. You know, he thinks he's already the best player that he can be. And when you do that, you don't get better. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Yeah. And that's the problem. You can't, you got to take a cr- constructive criticism. He doesn't know how to take, cri- it's never, it's never, I messed up. Well, we didn't do it. No, sometimes, you know, it's good to point the finger at you. Yeah. You know, instead yeah. of, you know, oh, well, we
1: didn't do that. No, it's you sh- didn't do this. It's such a shame, though, isn't it? I mean, I did, he is one example of many, just so gifted. But are just so convinced the way they've done it is how it's going to be, and no one can tell them otherwise. And you're, you, you, you watch, watch a career like this just plummet into into an abyss.
4: But fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And he's been fooling himself for the past two teams that he had. You know, he's got to look at himself, make a decent, uh, make an evaluation of himself. Yes, I have. I mean, I'm I'm the most god fearing man in the world. I understand that. But you know, it, you know, to 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 look at others and you know. You know the way it was all. You know the way it was all done in Christianity. You're supposed to make sure that you're around. Mm. Um, you know the the thieves, the prostitutes. The you know because you're trying to transform them. You cannot shun yourself away from them or push yourself away from them. You're trying to bring them. And for him to think he's better than somebody else, that's 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 where the problem is.
0: Yeah. You know the Colts could use a quarterback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I used to they enjoy. Should, should look for a coach, also. I always, I, I used donor? to, you know, him leaving as a villain. I enjoyed watching him fail. Now I just feel sorry for him. Right, you know, it's Just there's just right, he's right. got nothing left. Right. 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 Oh, but you know, except for what's in his bank account, of course. Dominic so and he Jerry care Hill. about what we're talking about. No, he doesn't.
3: <laughs> what's up, Dominic? How you? Thanks for holding, man. Yeah, no problem. How you guys doing? Doing Duh. good. I wanted to start my call off by taking a shot at two people. One's Doc Rivers, just because I have to start my calls most <laughs> of the time taking a shot at Doc Rivers. So just to end the final morning show of WIP, i got to take a shot. He is awful, and the Sixers win despite of him. Okay, so whenever we win a game, it's, it's the players mainly winning it. Doc is there, um, and he's just kind of like – waving his arms at the ref and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's awful. It's no I think I do a, a terrific job.
1: I, I think uh, I've, it's certainly worth acknowledging now, Dominic, that you know him taking that five-year, $40 million contract when he had intentions of retiring was nothing more than taking money
3: and who the hell cares what happens afterwards. Yeah, I'm sure his golf score got a lot better after mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just have to take a shot at ESPN. I'll make it quick until I talk first, but uh ESPN talked more about the Chargers clinching their first playoff first more than the Eagles being the top uh NFC uh team and it's really it's annoying to me that ESPN had the audacity to say that the Cowboys had better Super Bowl odds than the Eagles a couple weeks ago I mean it's completely ridiculous so I just had to take a shot at that at that
1: no I I don't blame you at all Dominic you got a winner or weasel for me
3: yeah and then real quick with the Eagles I, I I have fully trust if Hurts is practicing, that he'll uh, that he'll be all right to play in the game, and we need him. So mm-hmm. um, I got a winner that, you know, captured the hearts of all of us um, and for sure was responsible for one of the best moments in a long time on that on the Assistance Bank Park, that bedlam at the bank. That's Bryce Harper.
1: Oh, Bryce yeah. Harper. Bryce Harper has not been mentioned yet, him alone. The uh, Rob Thompson has been mentioned, and the Phillies fans – uh, and Dave Dombrowski, but not Bryce Harper. That's a great suggestion, by the way. To uh, piggyback off what Dominic was saying about the national media uh, talking down about the the Eagles, uh, you, you, I kind of expected at this point from ESPN they're just in bed with the Cowboys for n- no reason whatsoever. Right? Fox Sports hot take, and you know, we got to try to keep up with ESPN. I didn't expect the NFL Network to fall into such a trap. Uh, if you didn't hear this already, Ryan Leaf, yeah, that, that, that bust. You may not even remember him, but he's a former NFL quarterback. He was in, this, in the league for like three years. But the NFL Network has decided to employ him as an expert, uh, and uh, he thinks the Eagles' uh, playoff run may be very
5: short. It reminds me of 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 what that looked like, and I could see a Washington Commanders come into
6: the the link. Carson Wentz,
5: and not if that happened a couple weeks. I'm talking about like a couple weeks ago. That kind of mindset where Washington walked in on that night and just beat them down. They've been so good all year. All year, almost almost tired of hearing about a little a little. uh, uh, nausea from the the, the over exemplifying of this team, yeah. and then you know maybe getting beat last week in the way they did, maybe uh-huh. that straightens them out a little bit, and we have a different process. But that's just kind of the vibe I'm getting from the team.
1: I uh, Barrett, I, I'm trying not to yell. I made nothing he said made any sense. No, like he said they beat us up. I, what do you I, I, watch <laughs> film, son? Watch film. He's not. He has nausea from hearing everybody touting up the Eagles. Who the hell is he listening to? Right.
4: We, we, we Th- just,
1: they're not mentioned at all. At all. And then I, he's, he's still I can see Washington, you know, being a team that takes out the Eagles. How is this man employed in a national network? Bro, that's uh, the problem right there. I mean,
8: uh,
4: you, you, once you're a quarterback, man, you can walk into any situation uh in, in, in you know and looking at being a broadcaster and they just they just lay out the red carpet yeah. they don't have to work as hard
1: you're right they don't everything's and, a blanket that's
4: right so so in what world has he seen this eagles team be talked about in nausea
1: yeah you're right he's not hearing it they're just those blanket statements all right there kyle quinn we are right. right. we are down to the top three of joke from joe conklin in 2022 yep. what comes in at number three all
0: right, at uh, number three, so I feel like I should qualify this by saying that I, Kyle Quinn, am a fan of, of uh, Andy Reid, okay? And that might get me banned from this time slot uh, for <laughs> holding that view because it's no secret how uh, Big Andy is viewed by the people who occupy these airwaves on a day-to-day basis. So uh, you may have seen that Andy Reid is now doing television commercials, uh, one of which he's drawn mustaches on his players' faces. He also recorded some radio ads with us, with WIP. They never made the air, uh, but here they are.
7: Nobody bakes a cake, is it? Mm -hmm. Tasty cake. Hey, (laughs) steal my last tasty cake? That's a huge mistake. By the way, a melted milkshake? Delicious. Crumbly, sticky s'mores? Outstanding. Day-old sheet cake? I'll take two. (laughs) Extra icing. Time's yours, cake's mine. Andy Reed for the law firm of Chunky, Rude & Petty. Yeah, they've been getting degenerates out of trouble for more than 50 years. <clears throat> Fighting justice in the NFL. Others may criticize them, but that's only because they're not as smart as I am. i tell you, Chunky, Rude & Petty, keeping our players out of jail and on the field. They'll do a better job than any public defender. They'll put you in a better position there. Hopefully it's a position on my roster.
1: (laughs) All rise!
7: Are you fat, slovenly, maybe a little arrogant? How about a nice Hawaiian shirt? It camouflages those ketchup and mustard stains real nice. A big, fat Hawaiian shirt when the infield tarp just isn't available. Heck, now and we'll throw in 10 feet of rope he can use as a belt. (laughs) That's on me. Hi, this is Andy Reid for Mealtime Watches. It's the only watch I ever use, and look at me. Do I look like I'm missing any meals? (coughs) It's got a second hand here, and boy, do I love seconds. Mm. Keeps perfect time. You even get the day of the week. Look, today's uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm on top of it. It makes a great gift, too. Just say, time's yours, then give it to them. Mm. And another thing about this Sorry, Andy, we're out of time. What do you mean? I still got two timeouts left. Time out. I'm a go- Challenge. I should have bought that Rolex in the shape of a Kaiser roll. When you have Nausea, Heartburn, in Indigestion, Upset Stomach diarrhea. diarrhea. Hi, it's Andy Reid. Did you ever eat 12 tacos, 16 burritos, 4 fish cakes, and a pizza? Then not feel so good after? Go ahead and try texto bismol. If you're not satisfied, I'll take full responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> heartburn indigestion Just upset it's stomach it's diarrhea. diarrhea. Oh, oh, gotta run. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me in. That was I really forgot good. forgot the key. <laughs> that was
1: good. Well done, Joe Conklin. That's number three on the best of Joe Conklin in 2022. Uh, in the 9 o'clock hour, uh, maybe the midway point, we'll do number two and then get the top Joe Conklin bit uh, of the calendar year at the uh, towards in the final <laughs> minutes of the show. Uh, Barrett, did you happen to see, though, uh, in Kansas City, I don't know, what was his birthday or they had clinched, and they gave Andy Reid a gift in the locker room, and it was a shoebox.
4: Yes. And I he opened that. it up, and
1: there was a cheeseburger inside. Cheeseburger,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That just, you know what I mean? It's just it's, a gift that keeps on giving, man. That one quote, man, just keeps things going, bro. I, lo- I love Andy, man. Andy was a great guy. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you a story about Andy, man. He, okay. was a, he was a good guy to me, man, even though he didn't want to bring me back. So, you know, it's my fourth year in the league. My contract's over with. Andy becomes the new head coach. And um, I'm a free agent. So I go into his office, I hey man, look, I'll give you the hometown discount. You know, I mean, I, I just want to stay here and fill it up. He said, oh, well, well, Brooksie, you're a good player, man. You're a damn good player, but we're going a different direction. I said, I said um, okay, um, yeah, we're going a different direction. At the time, they were going to get uh, John Runyon. Okay. So he says, all right, you know, but, you know, I'm sorry, you know, but we're going to – I said, all right, cool, that's why I'm leaving. So, But um, I'm sending you to Detroit. So I what are you talking about? You sending me to I'm a free agent. You sending me to Detroit. He ain't sending me anywhere. I'm going, I'm I'm going where I want to go. I'm a free agent. Well two le- two weeks later, I ended up signing with Detroit. He had worked out a deal. I got like hundred thousand dollars more money oh, really? To to Detroit than you know, going up. But I took hundred thousand dollars less not to go to the, to to the Cowboys. I don't know what I was thinking. <gasps> but you know, I I mean, if I'd have known now, you know, I wouldn't play forever. I, I took that hundred thousand, but I'm, I'm now saying. Hold
1: that, on, a minute. We appreciate this. though.
4: I, 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 that's the that's the hate that I have for this Dallas team, man. Mm. I mean, I, I took less to go there, but I ended up going to Detroit, and uh, you know things worked out. But uh, he hooked me up, man. He got me a hundred thousand dollars more than the next offer from another team, which nice. was the Patriots. Yeah.
1: Now, are you uh, keeping an eye on the Lions right now? You rooting for them even though they screwed themselves this past weekend? I, you know
4: I I do because you know I still have a lot of ties there. You know my boy Deucey's still there, so.
1: What a sad, sad franchise, yeah. man. Yeah, man. One I'm, playoff win in 50 years.
4: Well, you know I was I think I was the one I played in the one. Did so you really? Went, it, it wasn't a playoff. We lost. We lost to you know Green Bay, Washington. Washington. We lost to Washington. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs>
1: 215-592-9494. Everyone hold hang tight. We're gonna get your calls. Got one hour to go. We're gonna start off by uh, we'll be joined by Mike Sealski. Pick his brain, not only about the Eagles, but I got some uh, baseball and basketball conversation to get into with him as well. Our time is 857.